Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name is Steve Bose. I'm with Trish McFarland. Trish, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am well. We are back. Or still, maybe still? I should say, at yes. Oracle Cloud World in Las Vegas. Uh, in our series of special shows we're producing here at the event, we are super excited today. We have a very special guest. Came a long way, a by lot. the way. Maybe the farthest uh, at the event, do you think? I'd imagine. So uh, <laughs> we are joined by Carolyn Knight. She's the head of corporate technology at Trish Heathrow Airport. How cool is that? That's my favorite airport. I'm not just saying that because she's sitting here. It no, truly is not. like when I go there, it feels like home. So, Carolyn, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm really good. Thank very you. nice to meet yes. you. And I can I say before we started recording, Carolyn, you were, in fact, you were not only on time, you were early. You arrived early to this appointment. Of so that's got to be kind of, of part of the just DNA. Like my, just like my project. At Heathrow Airport, and, and right? Just like the airport, like airport, everything's early, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into some of the what's happening at the airport, what you guys are doing, uh, some of the people challenges, et cetera, maybe, look, we all know London Heathrow Airport. It's one of the most famous airports in the world. But maybe give us a little bit of, if you don't mind, a little color, a little bit of the scope, uh, yeah. the size of the enterprise. Because uh, I imagine it's quite a bit larger and more complex than even we think. Yeah. We talk about Heathrow as a city. It's a small city. Um, if you think about the, the comings and goings and the amount of passengers that will pass through Heathrow in any one day, uh, we have about five and a half thousand direct employees oh and uh, many thousands more that work for our airlines and ground handlers and partners. So it's it's quite a, a large setup at, at Heathrow Airport. Um, yeah, we've got two runways. We'd like a third. Um, we have four, four airport terminals and, um, yeah, a very, very busy operation. And how long have you been with Heathrow? Uh, I've worked at Heathrow for 12 years now, but I've always worked in and around Heathrow Airport because prior to that, I worked for British Airways. So worked in, in their IT function. So, yeah, I've spent my whole career at Heathrow. And there's not many places you can work where you'd be sat in the office and you see aircraft thundering down the runway next to the office. Right. It's quite an exciting place to be. I would imagine. It's mm. always very vibrant. It's sort of the vibe I get there. Exactly. So what are there any secrets, like something that we wouldn't know as people just sort of passing through? Like what's your what's your favorite part of, oh, of Heathrow Airport? Part? Well, I think I think you get a lot of emotions at an airport. I think, you know, you get you get lots of people that are flying in and they, you know, maybe they've especially with the pandemic now, you see you walk past the arrivals gate at Heathrow and you'll see people that have come off planes and these big reunions or uh yeah I, I think that side of it it's quite a an emotional place sometimes it's it's interesting and when you work there I think you uh you get used to watching people flying off to all these amazing places but you can just look at the departures board and think oh if only I was going to yeah Hawaii so right. I know, especially at a place like Heathrow, it's probably every, literally everywhere in the world, right? It's up on that board at any yeah. one time, which is yeah. pretty amazing too. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that, like where you just go to the airport and just pick a city, like whatever's the next <laughs> flight. Have you ever done that now? Kind of, uh, yeah. So <laughs> working, working for the airline, when I work for the airline, right. um, you have staff travel, so you can you can get on the if there's space on the flight, yeah, they'll right. let you on. So, so when I first started working, and you know, in my younger days, we used to turn up on a Friday evening and say, "Right, where can we go?" That's oh, my 
pretty cool. Hurts. Okay, yeah, that's very cool. I want to ask you, Carolyn, you mentioned the pandemic. Of course, it's hard not to talk about that somewhat, right? We've heard a lot mm-hmm. about that in the last couple of days here at Cloud World about this being the first very large Oracle event yes. that's happened yeah. since the pandemic. But uh, maybe just give us a minute or two on your role at Heathrow yourself. My role at yeah. Heathrow. So Please. I'm the head of technology for corporate. So my team, uh, we design, we build, and we run all of the technology that we use in the back office. So that's the people team systems, the finance systems, the procurement systems, payroll, all those things that just need to happen seamlessly in the background at right. work. So, yeah. yeah, and then I have equivalents at Heathrow who is an equivalent of me who looks after all the commercial systems and the same for all the operational systems. Right. So the things that tell you where your flight is, yeah. what gate to go to, et cetera, exactly. et cetera. Yeah, all exactly. that. Right. Well, which also needs to work, right? Mm-hmm. We- and the baggage systems and yeah, all those things yeah. that know and love as a passenger. Oh, my goodness. Well, so we mentioned the pandemic, Carolyn, right? There's no industry I can think of. Well, I maybe you could think of another that was equivalently impacted by yeah. pandemic, but certainly the travel industry. Exactly. Right? It's a massive amount of disruption. Uh, you said you've been at Heathrow 12 years, so you've, you've kind of gone through all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love for you to maybe comment a little bit about some of the, the some of the challenges, how how the and the airport has sort of reemerged, if you will, yeah. right from those challenges. Yeah, it's been. It's been really tough because we were one of the first industries affected by the pandemic when you know countries were closing their borders and then we were one of the last to open back up again. And so much of that has been out of our control because we've been very much dependent on governments and their rules about whether they're going to allow international travel and what the COVID testing regimes are and all mm-hmm. of that. So all of that was changing. So it has, it's been very difficult because it's been really hard to predict when things will happen and so we've had to be very agile and cope with a really fast-paced changing um, environment but in the last few months I mean certainly over the summer we've been back to a much more normal operation and it's been difficult we've had a lot of challenges because the demand is very much there people want to fly but meeting that demand has been difficult because we've had to grow very very rapidly in a very short space of time which is something that we've not had to do for right. many many years how does that impact sort of your role with the technology um did you have any layoffs did you have people just sort of national mm-hmm. uh, natural attrition during that time yeah. to where you've had to ramp back up or did your team kind of stay intact during no, the my pandemic? team changed completely so when the when the pandemic first hit we went through a uh, quite a significant organizational redesign mm-hmm. um, and then during the pandemic we had something in the UK called furlough mm, sure um, so right. we furloughed a lot of our employees so we were doing some rolling furlough where in our teams we were perhaps taking a day a week off um, as furlough time so it meant there was quite a bit of disruption because people weren't necessarily all around and working at the same times and mm-hmm. um, it was it was difficult it was really challenging and, and people were obviously concerned about were their jobs secure and um, so we had to kind of face all of that at the same time as as running some big programs and now fast forward not really that long mm-hmm. amount of time right in terms of the calendar but it seems like light years away in terms of what's actually happening certainly in the world of travel exactly right? you mentioned the demand for travel is through the roof yeah, especially right. through yeah. the summer and we've seen story after story about just crazy uh, every plane i get on is full right oh, for yes. sure here in the u.s exactly. anyway and exactly. uh maybe i'd love for you to talk a little bit about just responding to those challenges 
have you had to call people back from furlough? Have you had, yeah, it, are, are the teams out there trying to hire new staff? Yes. Uh, what's it been like trying yeah. to get back up and even surpass prior capacity exactly. and service and levels? That, that's that's a real challenge. We've we've a huge re- recruitment drive going on, so we're recruiting like crazy. Um, so that in itself presents a lot of challenges. Um, and we do something at Heathrow. We call it um, here to help. Okay. So and I'm ready to help. So in the summer, when we've been really, really very busy, and our operational staff have found it difficult to cope with the demand, we've taken staff from our back office, and we all wear these people purple t-shirts, and we go out into the airport terminals, and we help sort of queue combing and wayfinding, and we help at the security um, with the baggage trays and things like that. So we go out there and we we get stuck in, we roll our sleeves up, and we join in and we help, and that's that has the effect of of just taking a little bit of a pressure away from the operational staff. It's great for our back office staff because it means they can go into the operation and see what's happening in our core business. And uh, it's positive experience for the passengers as well. So we do that. It sounds like that would really build connection too. I think it and does. just an appreciation for maybe some of the different roles and demands. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a bit like going back to the shop floor to really understand right. the core business and what it's all about. Now, obviously, you're an Oracle customer because you're here at Oracle <laughs> Cloud World. Could you maybe talk a little bit about how long you've been with Oracle mm. and maybe some of the systems um, that you take advantage of and, and how that's helping maybe as you're going through some of yeah. these regrowth challenges? Yeah, so we've been a customer of Oracle's for many, many years, more than 20 years. Okay. Um, we... We back in 2010, I think it would have been implemented Oracle e Business Suite. Oh, give me started, Caroline. Sweet you, user, yeah. Join me. Can join me on my other podcast, e Business Suite. You know, daily. Yeah. I could yeah. talk about that so for an hour. When we, when we implemented, love that, it. We were uh, we were a company called BAA, which owned some of the larger airports in the UK, the Competition Commission made us sell some of those airports. Yeah, they're pesky that way, exactly. that commission. Yep. Uh, they, we took the decision to sell all of them and just focus on Heathrow and expansion at Heathrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as a consequence, our EBIZ R12, which we had customized within an inch of its life, uh, was no longer really fit for purpose. Mm-hmm. We used a number of other IT applications for things like talent, learning, recruitment, procurement. Uh, and we ended up with this Excel industry because our business processes just didn't work for us any longer. So in 2019, we took the decision to move to Oracle Fusion and we moved to uh, HCM and ERP, SAS. Uh, So we started that program of works to move from our random set of systems uh, into there. We'd run all of our design workshops. We were we were starting to think about implementation when and then right goodness. So then everything went yeah. Um, we we paused for a while to work out what way was up. Uh, what were we going to do? What approach were we going to take? We were planning a phased implementation, but with the pressures of the pandemic, we decided we needed to get on with it quick and go big bang. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so we worked with a couple of systems integrators at that point. We were working with Capgemini for um, ERP and with Oracle Consulting for the HCM implementation. And we accelerated them together so that we implemented in one big bang just over a year ago. Okay. 
that's a lot to take on, right? A During a pandemic, time. but also, mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're changing processes, you're changing methods of working. Mm -hmm. I assume you're, uh, I don't want to assume. I'll ask then because we've all been through these kinds of implementations yep. moving from older technologies, even older Oracle technologies, quite yep. frankly, to to modern cloud technologies. Um, how was the change management process where you had to convince, I'd imagine, certain folks, certain maybe purchasing, maybe accounts payable, uh -huh. maybe whomever, uh -huh. right? Yep. This is the new way we'd like to yep. do things. How, tell we us a little about that. I suppose we were going through a lot of changes of business anyway, as a consequence of the of the times. Um, so, in some respects, that helped us because it was just, well, it's just another change, um, as opposed to a big change that everyone focused on. Um, many of our business users had gone through that experience with eBiz R12 and had seen what had happened with us customizing that and the <laughs> negative side effects of that. Yeah. So that helped, but. Clearly, we were always in a situation where someone would be saying, I'm special, I can't do it that way. Mm -hmm. We would start all our design workshops with a tell us why you can't use this out-of-the-box process. Why Why are we different? So we just asked why, 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 why. And we set up a design authority who had to approve any deviations. Uh, we would always say no. <laughs> um, and if that became a challenge, we had really strong exec sponsorship and so the threat was always we're well, going to have to go to the exec and get them to agree it they would always say no sure. uh, hardly anything ever went to the exec it wouldn't get that far okay. so we we put some strong governance processes around it we really uh we really made sure everyone was aware of the consequences of not following standard process and we just we, you know we decided we are not special we have a back office in exactly the same way as most other businesses we pay people we pay our suppliers yeah. we have a set of accounts you know, this is not special we do not need to be putting the Heathrow standard on this uh, there are other parts of our business where clearly we are special because we you know we, we're different but in in the back office we're not special and now that that's in place, how are people dealing with that sort of standardized approach? Mm -hmm. Are they are they adjusting to that? Exactly. Is there any? Yeah, it works it's, very it's, it works okay. very well for us. I mean, these processes have been designed and they're used by numerous organizations right. all over the world. So they're efficient. They've been thought through. You know, why would we know any better? Right. Um, so they do work well for us. Um, there's always things that you'd like to improve, but in the main, they work very well for us. And the fact that we are now on this continuous improvement cycle with the quarterly releases that come on the Oracle products, all the new functionality that comes to us, you know, our old solution, we put it live, it sits there, it doesn't change every four or five years. And we have been touched into maintenance and patching and all right, that exactly. nightmare, right? Exactly. I, I'd imagine, I, I don't want to take a guess, but I... The, the the older system was self-hosted, I'd imagine. Yeah, uh, the the system we hosted at Oracle on demand. Okay. So we were kind of we'd taken a bit of a step away, mm -hmm. but um yeah, it was still effectively okay. a hosted solution. Yeah. 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 I'd love for you to maybe Carolyn talk a little bit about sort of it's been a little bit over a year, I think you said since the big the big bang, yeah. if that if that was the term yeah. we used uh, <laughs> the big go live. Um uh, either from maybe two perspectives, right? From you and your teams on the technology side. Yeah. 
maybe some of the benefits you've seen, some of the things maybe yeah. that having these systems in place has allowed your team to do that perhaps you couldn't have done earlier. Yeah. And then maybe a little bit of color, particularly around the HCM space, because that's yeah. where we focus yeah, on. Sure. Maybe what, what those users mm. and, and those teams are telling you about some yeah. of the things they're seeing from the benefits of the new systems. Yeah. Okay. So from the technology side, it's it's just so much more simple than what we had before. We managed to go from numerous systems and consolidate down into the box of Oracle as we as we would call it um oracle do a great job of just running this thing it, it you know we've touched wood you know we've had a, over a year now of silent running it it just works wow yeah um, nice we had things like uh there was that log4j security issue mm. came up on a friday afternoon oracle contacted us on the sunday morning we're taking your system down we're patching it done sorted other other systems that we hosted ourselves we went through a lot of pain <laughs> to sort that out ourselves um, so it's it's just it's it's simple um, and it works. It's just it's just a very reliable thing. And the fact that we now get these regular updates, it's constantly moving. It's always up to date. We talk about that as being the sort of medicine that we signed up for. Yeah, it's hard to get your head around that at first and how you cope with that. But it's the right thing to be doing. And so never again will we need to do one of those massive upgrade projects that everybody hates. Yeah, and and they were so expensive, so time exactly. consuming, and ultimately only delivered maybe incremental exactly. improvements, right? Exactly. Because it was difficult, right? I remember yeah. from doing these, it was difficult in a big upgrade to also uptake a lot of new functionality. Oh, you were really just trying yeah. to keep it working the way it used to work. And exactly. With just with a, a new set of to stand yeah, still. code. Yeah. So. yeah, whereas now we're constantly, every every two weeks we change. Mm -hmm. So we obviously have the quarterly releases, but in between the quarterly releases, we look at what the functional, new uh, sort of functional uh, changes that are optional which ones do we want to switch on sure. how do we want to improve our business processes you know we've got a big recruitment drive what can we do in the system to to tweak it change it make it more efficient you know so we're constantly evolving it so that that is working very well for us it sounds like just makes your team more strategic oh right? absolutely much more agile strategic. we can react to things that are happening in the business and you know given everything we've been through our business is very susceptible to external threats um so we we do have to be very agile and fast moving and, and yeah change change with the times yeah so, yeah that works uh how about your hr teams and folks or maybe even the individual people out there who work yeah. for heathrow and you know they're so using I, this system so I themselves have, I, I, i'd love to you i wear a unique hat yeah. in that my team run the system but also i'm i'm a big user of the system sure. i'm an right. employee i'm a line manager I'm a cost center manager. So all those things, I, I see, you know, what it's like using the solution. It's great because it's a one-stop shop. Everybody can see where we need to go to, to get things done. It's very intuitive. It's easy to use. We also have the Oracle Guided Learning product, which gives us that sort of context-sensitive help and shows you which buttons to press. So that was great when we rolled out because we rolled out during the pandemic when everybody was remote we mm. could go doing floor walking and showing people how to do right. things so there were lots of videos and things there and it's good now when new joiners come in because they can refer to that and sure. see how to do things um so yeah it's 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 just straightforward and we we wanted to put a solution in place that would allow our business users to focus on running the operation that's what we do we <laughs> run an airport yeah our back office processes shouldn't get in the way of that. So we wanted the back office to be seamless. And 
maybe it's not completely seamless, but compared to where we were, it's a big, big step forward. It sounds like, I mean, you went through such such a big change so quickly, but it does sound like coming out the other side of it, it's been really worth it. It has. And the people, it sounds like, are even adjusting, which is yes. always a good thing. Yeah, and I think going from eBay's R12, which looked old, wonky, yeah. difficult right. to use, you weren't <laughs> sure if your data was correct or not, you didn't right. know how to do things, to something that just looks very modern. I mean, we have quite a mobile workforce, so sure. we have... Yeah, I, of the 5,500, Carolyn, sorry to interrupt, oh, God, I believe more than half are probably deskless type oh, absolutely. staff, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, they can use their personal mobile dev devices to, to access the solution and do things like look at their payslip. So they all work shifts. They, yeah. you know, my salary doesn't change from month to month, but in the operational mm -hmm. space, if they've worked overtime or early in the morning or, you know, they get different payments for different working practices. So every month their, their paycheck is different. So they want to go and have, yeah. a, have a good check, make sure it's... Sure, absolutely. Um, yeah. And they can do all that on their mobile phone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's given a lot of flexibility. Yeah, it sounds like it's really... Uh, through the pandemic, that's a really great story, right? Because you're talking about an essential service, right? Certainly to a nation, but honestly, to more than just the borders, right, of the UK, but also going through the pandemic, undergoing huge change, right? Massive systems changes, moving from a system that had been in place over a decade, right, to something mm. brand new and doing it remotely for in large part, uh, it, it's quite a story. Like you don't hear as many of these great stories, sadly, you know, as you'd like with these big enterprise projects because they're very different. Mm. Oh, they are. They're incredibly difficult. We had a very strong team that delivered that. And that was a team that had a lot of Heathrow people. We brought in some contractors to work on our behalf who'd done this sort of thing before. Mm -hmm. uh, we surrounded ourselves with experts. We used uh, Capgemini Gemini mm -hmm. and Oracle uh, Consulting as our systems integrators. Yeah. And there were others. So we had a, a diverse team. But I think... Working together through the pandemic, we came together as a team probably quicker than we would have done if we were all in the office. You'd be on screen looking into people's houses, seeing, you know, the baby sat on the lap, the homeschooling, the cat walking in front of the screen. You got to know people really quickly. And I think given everything that was happening in the world at the time, we sort of we had something to focus on, something to aim for. Yeah, I think that really helped us in a funny way. It yeah, also threw a whole load of challenges. It's a, it's a great story. Well, congratulations to you yes. and the teams, right, for pulling all this off. Uh, last one for me, Carolyn, will be well. I've got two. One is like sort of a on topic question. One's off topic. Here's the on topic question: What may be coming next? Is there something you're looking at? Maybe something with Oracle. Maybe something outside of that. There's features to adopt. Um, the analytics cloud we've dabbled with, but we're certainly not exploiting anywhere near as much as we could. Mm -hmm. So we want to do more with that. Um, we've still got a few small systems that sit around the edge that we want to get rid of and put into the box of Oracle. Okay. When you do these implementations, you've got to decide how much can you get your arms around? Because if you bite off more than you can chew, you may never deliver anything. So there's a few other things sure. that we yeah. want to, to consolidate. But um, yeah, that's that's where we're going. Can I answer the, ask the last one then, Please Trish? Can I? Yeah, okay, so going back to something we talked about at the beginning, you've walked into Heathrow Airport one morning and you've decided it's, today's the day, I've got some time off. 
you look at that board, Carolyn, you see all the destinations. Which one Where are you picking? Going? Pick which Tokyo. one? Tokyo. Tokyo. Nice. Japan. Okay. Japan is one of my favorite places to visit. It's it's so different to many other places in the world. I've been quite a few times. Ah, love food, it. I only been there once. I had a great time there myself, but I'd love to go back. Yeah. See, I would pick Shanghai, but that's probably because I haven't been to Tokyo. It's true. So. Shanghai's fun too. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, Maybe that's why. This was great, Carolyn. So nice for you to take some time out of your schedule no to join us today to tell us a little bit about the story at Heathrow Airport. Congratulations again. Uh, Trish, you can attest to operations back up and humming. I feel closer now and more appreciative even going. I think the next time I'll, I'll really be paying more close attention, right, to how the, how the employees are working. This is awesome and... stuff. And if you happen to be in the Heathrow Airport area and you're looking for maybe uh, some opportunities, I think you should check out what's uh, happening at Heathrow. There, apparently right. there's a big recruitment drive going on. Exactly. They're hiring, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Good, good stuff. Uh, Carolyn, thank you so much. Carolyn Knight, thank Heathrow you. Airport. Great to see you. Thanks for joining us at Oracle cloud world trish great to see you again of course a couple more shows to do in the series but uh we've been so excited to be here and thanks to our friends at oracle for hosting us and uh that's it for the hr happy hour show for today Uh, my name is steve bose thanks so much for listening we'll see you next time and bye for now